Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I'm your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from beneath the Fiery Cross on a hillside at an undisclosed location in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Clansman Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece, then follow up with some mainstream media news articles, and give my honest opinion on each one. So let's begin with this evening's commentary. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Rust Belt Klansman Show, right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and today is Thursday, September 8th, 2022, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, Do Leftists Really Expect Us to Vote to Destroy the Country? Do leftists really expect us to vote to destroy the country? Do Biden and his Bolsheviks expect a commie to saw me after they've tacitly admitted they want to destroy the country? Anti-liberty leftists are masters at propaganda. For the last few weeks, they've been busy in their Ministry of Truth pushing the same old August-September PSYOP polls. They are working like madmen to divert our attention from the sheer disaster that is the Biden regime. Never mind that the whole choice question is being returned to the states and the people. Anti-liberty leftists want you to forget about that in a flurry of Orwellian double talk because that's all they have to cling to power. They're using any excuse to bring it up because all they have are comparisons with freedom. They don't care if our society is being destroyed, as long as they can kill a child five seconds from birth. We're not sure why that's a priority for them when the world is coming apart. It's evident the Democrats are the party of projection. President Biden tweeted, And this moment, those who love this country, Democrats, Independents, and mainstream Republicans, must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving America than mega-Republicans are committed to destroying America. Let's take that apart and look at it closely. Can you recall a time in the past few years when ruling class Democrats have been committed to saving America? It's been just the opposite. They have been doing all they can to destroy the country. After all the anti-liberty left has done over the past year and a half, is there any doubt that was the left's intention all along? It started with Biden canceling the Keystone Pipeline and reducing U.S. arms Always a, nice get, always a nice gift to our enemies. Then the CDC worked with teachers' unions 
to keep the schools closed because of the COVID emergency, the gift from Wuhan that keeps on giving. Who could forget that they all went authoritarian with vaccine mandates and passports? Show me your papers. And so they cruelly forced people to be fired in the middle of the horrible economy they created with their vote buying. We also kept hearing more about Hunter Biden's exploits. We know now that the FBI pressured Facebook to suppress that story. But it's no big deal, the FBI says it, routinely notifies social media companies of potential threats following the Zuckerberg-Rogan podcast. Polling shows that the laptop could have swayed the election. So nothing to see here. Move on. Do you remember how the Brandon Bunch is conspiring with the socialist social media giants to protect us of the great unwashed from dangers, dangerous ideas like freedom, individual rights, and firearms? Heaven forbid we hurt ourselves defending our liberty from the tech tyrants and the ruling class. Then there is the illegal invasion over the open southern border, with 4.9 million crossing since Biden took office and the Border Patrol seizing enough fentanyl just in July to kill every American. Who knows what else is crossing over? Anti-liberty leftists weren't satisfied with screwing things up domestically. Who can forget the bureaucracy-based disaster that was the Afghanistan withdrawal? You have to hand it to them for being equal opportunity bunglers around the world, being sure to humiliate the people who protect them while leaving billions of dollars of high-tech weaponry in their hands of our enemies, along with people who trusted us not to leave them behind. That also hasn't stopped them from sending billions to Ukraine to be wasted once again while cooing up for the World War III. Meanwhile, the administration's genius moves to return us to energy dependence meant skyrocketing gas and diesel prices. But that didn't matter much. You had to worry about that only if you drove a car or a tractor or semi-tractor trailer or needed anything from a farm or anything that had to be transported. Maybe we should ask, why is it that Biden was not to blame for prices going through the roof, but he got the credit when they came down a tiny bit? Somehow, those geniuses don't understand the concept of a strategic petroleum reserve which is supposed to be for a war emergency and not a gimmick to bring down prices before a crucial election. Prices on food and other essentials were climbing out of sight, so it didn't matter if the shelves were empty because you weren't able to afford the goods anyway. Ah, the wonders of socialism. If this keeps up, we won't have to worry about shortages of toilet paper since we'll have plenty of extra currency lying around. Plus, we could use it to heat and light our homes during the inevitable blackouts. Did we forget to mention that crime is out of control? 
somehow that seems to happen when you don't punish criminals and you obsess over disarming the innocent. This is an actual headline from the LA Times. Violent crime is spiking in Trump's California. The nation's socialist media are desperate to blame anyone but the left, even going so far to blame President Trump. Take a look at the nation's propaganda organs of liberal left and how they avoid mentioning Biden or the Democrats. We are in the uh, throes of ravages of socialism, inflation, supply shortages, the beginning of a police state, and yes, the oppression of a nation under such a system. But aside from lying that, but beside from lying that their socialist agenda has utterly failed, as it always has done throughout history, or even mentioning the S-word, anti-liberty leftists are cruelly blaming their mistakes on others and desperately trying to divert attention. The National Administration of the Socialist State has admitted by projection that it wants to destroy the country. We have shown how these people have been doing that for the past year and a half. Now for the inescapable questions everyone must answer this fall. Why would any, anyone vote for this? Emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Subscribe to the Knights Party newspaper, The Crusader, the premier voice of white resistance in America. Published quarterly by the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan, the oldest and largest Ku Klux Klan in America. Actually, the oldest and largest white nationalist organization in America. Find out what's really happening today in our great country. A year subscription mailed within the United States is only $20. International delivery available as well. Call for rates and to start your subscription today. 
Uh, let's get into uh, this Thursday evening's uh, news articles that I have. The first one I have, uh, now this is older, uh, but I think it needs discussed uh, here on the show. Uh, I'm sure everybody's heard this. Uh, this comes from the news source Daily Mail. And the headline is, Biden and desperate damage control less than 24 hours after demonizing half of America's voters in the most, most toxic presidential speech in the modern era. But this uh, disaster cannot be walked back. Uh, now everybody, I'm sure by now, has heard the speech uh, threatening white patriots, and that's exactly what it was. Uh, he wants to call mega Republicans. Uh, that is a nice way of saying anybody against the leftist agenda. Uh, this is what this uh, he is saying. Uh, and as uh, usually how cowards operate, and uh, he, he run this uh, right to the thumb, uh, you know, go out and threaten uh, half of America, threaten American citizens, with F-15 jets, uh, he thought he was going to throw fear into those of us that see uh, what our, our our government is actually doing. Well, the next day when fear uh, wasn't uh, stricken in everyone, uh, you know, I'm sure he scared a couple people, uh, but he sure as hell didn't scare me. Uh, and I know a lot of people uh, he didn't scare, but just like the typical coward after he threatens someone and uh, they don't back down, now he wants to backpedal on what he said. Listen, everybody in America that watched that speech knows exactly what he said, and there's no second way uh, uh, to um, mean what he said. There, there's no alternative uh, to what he said, to where it could have meant anything different than threatening uh, law-abiding American citizens. Uh, the article here, Dr. Jonathan Bronitsky served as U.S. Attorney General William P. Barr's chief speechwriter and senior advisor at the U.S. Department of Justice. Less than 24 hours after delivering the darkest, most toxic presidential speech of the modern era, the commander-in-chief is trying to gaslight Americans to believe he didn't say what it just heard him say. Come on, look, guys, I don't consider any Trump supporter a threat to the country, he told reporters Friday. When people voted for Donald Trump and support him now, they weren't voting for attacking the Capitol. They weren't voting for overruling the election. Uh, they were going for a philosophy he put forward. Now, wait a minute. That's not what he said at the speech. And, you know, I've seen, uh, I don't know if this article will get into that or not, of just how uh, intimidating the backdrop uh, to this speech was. Uh, the blood-red uh, backlighting. Um, uh, uh, Marine personnel standing behind him. Uh, this looked like a picture from a communist country. Uh, this article continues here. Let's roll the tape back. 
Here's what the president asserted Thursday evening outside Philadelphia's Independence Hall, which the White House advance team transformed into a scene straight off, straight out of Hostel, complete with blood-red uplighting and shadowed figures in the background. The stage's backdrop looked more like the demonic spawn, demonic spawn pool of Satan rather than the patriotic birthplace of our republic. Uh, and anybody that watched that or seen the pictures uh, of this speech, uh, you know what uh, uh, the article here is talking about. Where were the stars and stripes, the red, white, and blue? Um, you know... Uh, and then it continues. Uh, he said, Donald Trump and the mega Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. He continued, mega forces are determined to take this country backwards, backwards to an America where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. Listen, America was founded as a white Christian nation. True Christians don't go for the queer uh, baloney uh, going on. And uh, more importantly, God doesn't go for the queer baloney uh, happening in, uh, in the country, uh, the land uh, that he gave us as white Christians. Uh, how he thinks that's going to move the... Uh, uh, it's ironic how he says this. Move it backwards to America where there is no right to choose. You know, today you can't even say anything uh, how you feel on Facebook or just about any uh, big tech social media places. You can't say uh, what you want. You can't give your uh, conservative side of anything. Uh, you are silenced. You are booted. You're taken off. And no right to privacy? We have no right to privacy if uh, uh, the mega forces win. Look, we don't have privacy now. We're tracked through everything. Everything. Our phones. Uh, Alexa. Uh, the Google uh, thing. Uh, you know, social media were tracked, and you know I'm sure tracked by the government uh, as well. You know, uh, the uh, social media sites—they are just the minions uh, for our government. Uh, no right to contraception, and uh, no. Well, we already did that one. The no right to marry who you love. Listen, no right to contraception. Who's saying that uh, a woman uh, can't... I didn't hear anybody say that a woman can't uh, uh, get the pill. I didn't hear anybody say that men couldn't buy condoms. Uh, I didn't hear that. What we won't stand for is the murder of unborn children. Period. That has nothing to do with contraception. So that everything in that article that he said... Is malarkey. Everything he said in that uh, paragraph are things that he himself is doing. 
what him and his minions uh, are doing to our country. Uh, Biden was not talking about <clears throat> a narrow slice of the Republican Party there. He was clearly referring to and slandering a major proportion of the country that believes in the sanctity of life and steadfastly honors the traditional morality that has made America exceptional. Uh, this wasn't a slip of the tongue. And do you know why um, America was an exceptional country? And it still can be. It can be returned to that. America was an exceptional and blessed country when his chosen people, which is the right white race, ran the government, the land that he gave us, God, by his laws. That's when it was an exceptional America. That's when people looked up to America. That's when people looked to America in fear. Because they know uh, that God um, gave us this land. And look look how uh, great it was. It was safe to, to walk down the streets. We didn't have the drug problems we have today. Um, you know, we didn't have certain races crying uh, equality. Uh, and I've said many times on the show, you can't, um, there's not going to be a, a equality between a superior race and an inferior race. That's not racist to say that. It is truth. It is how God uh, created the races. And, uh, well, uh, I've said before uh, on the show, uh, I am a Christian identist, and my belief is uh, that when the Bible talks about the beast of the field, that was the black race. So, you know, we didn't have all of this uh, diversity, uh, multiculturalism. That's what not what America was built as. Uh, God didn't give the white people America to have um, everything uh, wrong, doing everything wrong, biblically wrong, in that country. Uh, you know, uh, Biden claims, I think, what's he claimed to be, Catholic or uh, something? Uh, this this guy is as far from God as anybody could be as far from God. Our whole government. Uh, uh, the article continues here. Biden was reading prepared marks approved at multiple levels that perfectly echoed the rhetoric of his administration. Consider what White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said from the podium of the White House briefing room earlier this week. The mega-Republicans are the most energized part of the Republican Party, she declared. That is an ex extreme threat to our democracy, to our freedom, to our rights. This is the most active base of the Republican Party. Listen, that uh, woman and I'm using the word woman lightly, doesn't even belong or should have any part of our government, the decisions our government makes. And uh, she has no right to speak 
on behalf of our government, being she is non-white. Period. Uh, last week, while speaking at a private Democratic fundraiser, Biden was unambiguous. It's not just Donald Trump. It's the entire philosophy that underpins, underpines the I'm going to say something. It's like semi-fascism. Back in January, January, while attempting to cram a doomed, a doomed so-called voting rights bill through Congress, Biden avowed that Republicans who opposed the massive federal takeover of the election system were akin to segregationists and the Confederacy. So I asked every elected official in America, how do you want to be remembered? He bellowed on stage at the Atlanta University Center Consultorium. Do you want to be on the side of Dr. King or George Wallace? Do you want to be on the side of John Lewis or Bull Connor? Do you want to be on the side of Abraham Lincoln or Jefferson Davis? Listen, the only person's side that you have to be on is God. That's it. The Republican Party today, the uh, Democratic Party today, neither are any good for uh, America. Donald Trump wasn't the savior uh, of America. Uh, he um, uh, kissed up uh, to the Jews as well. Uh, his daughter married a Jew. Uh, so, you know, uh, Donald Trump did implement some good things. Uh, he was a better president than Joe Biden, by far. But uh, Donald Trump certainly wasn't the savior of America. Um, the good thing, probably the best thing that uh, Donald Trump did, was uh, he stirred up the white nationalists uh, in America, uh, woke up uh, a lot of people, people that didn't see what was going on. Uh, he got a stir going there. Uh, you know, they called uh, Donald Trump a white nationalist. He wasn't a white nationalist. Uh, Donald Trump isn't a racist. Uh, I'm not a racist. You know, a lot of the uh, articles I do on the show, it's not racism, people. It's truth. Uh, you know, I don't say something about other races unless it's true. And if it is true, then why do we have to be quiet about it? We have the right, uh, we ha actually have the right to say, uh, freedom of speech gives us the right to say racial slurs. It's freedom of speech. Now, do I want to? Not necessarily. Uh, you know, a lot of people uh, think it's cool, uh, you know, saying this or that, but uh, what, what actually... Um, uh, instills fear in our enemies is intelligence. Uh, they want to take um, uh, white nationalists, especially uh, like Ku Klux Klan uh, organizations. And you know, a lot of people, the only thing they know about, about the Ku Klux Klan is what they saw on 80s uh, talk shows. Uh, a lot of people think that the Ku Klux Klan is a bunch of old men uh, sitting around in a garage with beer bellies uh, uh, screaming racial slurs. 
that's why a lot of uh, uh, Ku Klux Klan organizations uh, aren't taken seriously. Now, I'm not uh, condemning uh, any other uh, Ku Klux Klan organizations. Uh, now, the ones that uh, uh, know absolutely nothing uh, about Klan history and what the Klan is all about, uh, those people uh, uh, should not uh, have uh, or be in a Klan organization. And I've went through that before. Uh, uh, but Ku Klux Klan is a public domain name, so anybody could use it. And a lot of times people see what they... Uh, see on TV what the mainstream media and a Jew uh, wants people to think of the Ku Klux Klan, and that's how they're portrayed on TV. And then naturally people see this. They think that's what it's all about, that that's all the Ku Klux Klan does is sit around, drink beer, and shout uh, racial slurs. What they fear are, intel uh, are intelligent people. Um, the uh, Klan I belong to, uh, the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan, we don't... Uh, use racial slurs publicly. Uh, we don't try to uh, scare or intimidate uh, people. Our enemies know exactly who we are. And like I said, intelligence scares them more uh, than what, uh, you know, people acting uh, the way they've seen the Ku Klux Klan uh, portrayed. So, you know, um, that's one of the biggest reasons uh, the Knights Party is hated so bad. Uh, we try to be as professional as possible. Uh, our members are uh, intelligent. Uh, and uh, they fear that. Uh, these are the types of people that uh, Joe Biden and his regime fear. The smart people, the, the people that can see what's going on. It's almost like a battle uh, of who gets to the sheep in America first. The government or uh, uh, white nationalists. The government tries to scoop up and blind as many people as they can, and they're very crafty uh, at it. Uh, but, you know... Uh, we as whites should be supporting each other and most definitely um, uh, preaching uh, the word of God uh, to our other white brothers and sisters. Now, whether they take that message and do anything with it, uh, that's not up to us. It's up to us to plant the seed. Then whatever they do with that seed, uh, that's, that's up to them. Uh, like, suppose I tell somebody uh, my beliefs, and I can uh, tell them where to look in the Bible uh, for what I believe. And, uh, you know, uh, they take that information and then don't do anything with it. Uh, God won't condemn me because somebody else didn't uh, uh, take the information and do something with it that I gave them. Uh, that person that doesn't do anything uh, will be the one to be condemned. I did my job by planting the seed. Uh, so our government, that's what it is. It's a uh, like a tug of war uh, between uh, who gets to who first. Uh, they either hear the truth from white nationalists or the government uh, fools them 
uh, and you know, uh, then uh, they are lost. Uh, I'm sure you've all uh, dealt with or tried to talk to a liberal. There is no uh, uh, no common sense. You can't talk sense to them. If you showed them a red crayon and the government told them it was a green crayon, and you said, no, that's a red one, look at it, they would still argue, no, it's a green crayon, because uh, Num Nuts Joe said it's green. Uh, but anyhow, uh, I got way off point here on this uh, article, I apologize. Uh, but this is just uh, how, uh, I don't know how to put it, uh, immoral our country has become. To have a president stand there and uh, threaten America, threaten Americans, uh, tell us that we have no say in what happens in America. And the last election, we didn't. It was stolen. We all know that. It was stolen. Biden, a dumbass, uh, here a week or so ago, was talking, and he said that he's going to see to it that another uh, that there won't be any more elections stolen again. What did he mean by again? To say again, that means there was one stolen. They know it. They know they stole it, and now they're trying to keep power. By allowing, because you know they're going to vote for whoever's giving them handouts. Uh, and in the meantime, uh, the Biden regime—they have uh, us patriotic citizens that uh, you know we're not going down without a fight. We are not going to see uh, our uh, our country destroyed. Period. So you know he tries to demonize us on. Uh, national television, and then uh, when he sees he didn't scare anybody, uh, then he wants to backpedal. Uh, well, I got news for you, Mr. Biden. Uh, you don't need to try to backpedal now because we know what you're all about. Uh, you've shown your true colors. You and your whole regime uh, have shown your true colors. So uh, don't backpedal now. Oh, let's see. What's next? Okay, you know, uh, Biden saying that uh, uh, we want to, uh, that uh, we conservatives want to replace, we want to get rid of choice, of having a choice. <laughs> this article, uh, let me find it. Uh, here we go. Now, this comes from the Washington Times, and the headline to this is, The FBI, Facebook, and leftist podcasters, all enemies of free speech. We know that. We absolutely know that. Uh, number one, and you hear me say that on the uh, show all the time, the Jews the big problem. The Jews are the ones stirring uh, the pot here. Uh, and Facebook, guess what? Zuckerberg. Uh, this article says, just past week, those seemingly unconnected 
demonstrated ominous and at times absurd the left desire to control all information available to the public. That first involved a federal law enforcement agency encouraging a social media giant to clamp down on certain posts leading up to the 2020 election. While the second centered around a juvenile tantrum thrown by thin-skinned progressives who fear opposing points of view. Uh, neither episode speaks well of the state of free speech in America. We know we don't have free speech. Uh, I don't have free speech. Um, I have been uh, booted and banned from just about everywhere. Uh, uh, they don't like me uh, on the air telling the truth. Because people, uh, you know, I'm down to earth. I don't try to do uh, a fancy show. I don't try to use uh, big words. Uh, sometimes I spawn big words in the commentary piece, but I don't write those. Uh, so, you know, I, I try to reach the common people. Because uh, for myself, anyhow, somebody is trying to me, listening to me. For me to understand, it's easier if they talk to me without using big words and uh, hold a conversation. And, uh, uh, y you know, you can grasp more like that. Uh, whereas to, if you go to a, a lecture or something and uh, the person's standing at, at the front of the group and they're using big words and, uh, you know, wearing suit and, suit and ties and uh, trying to be politically correct, a lot of that information goes over your head. So, uh, you know, I'm just here. Uh, I host my show here on <clears throat> White Pride Radio, and uh, I'm, I'm uh, no better than you out there listening. Uh, I'm one of you guys, uh, most definitely. Uh, on the August 25th edition of Joe Rogan's immensely popular podcast, Facebook founder and Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg revealed the impetus for his platform's squelching of the story of Hunter Biden's laptop. He said the FBI had alerted Facebook to be wary of a burst of Russian propaganda in the weeks before the presidential election. So when the laptop story exploded, the platform reduced the number of users who could see the report. Unable to quantify how many users were prevented from seeing the news, Mr. Zuckerberg did admit to Mr. Rogan that it was a meaningful number. Uh, the world knows of, uh, the world knows now knows, of course, that the laptop was actually was always authentic and linked Hunter, uh, Hunter Biden, uh, his shady foreign influence peddling with his father. Uh, now. Uh, president and name only, Joe Biden. Uh, I'm not even going to uh, finish uh, the rest of the article there, but uh, we all know, I'm sure anybody listening to the show, uh, you know how, how horribly uh, we're uh, uh, censored. I'm sure probably a lot of the people listening have been booted from uh, Facebook. Uh, you know, uh, I'm on VK, that's Russia's version of Facebook. And ironically, you have freedom of speech uh, on VK. You can say uh, what you're thinking, and uh, you, you don't get booted. And I'm sure many of my listeners have been put in uh, Facebook jail, uh, what they call Facebook jail, 
uh, you know, uh, 24-hour bans, three-day bans, 30-day bans, and then finally banned for life. I've been banned for life three times <laughs> on uh, Mark Zuckerberg's Jewish platform. Uh, I've been booted from uh, WordPress, uh, many other places. Uh, I had shows uh, actually uh, before this one uh, that were all over the place. Uh, they were on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Tuned In, Radio Public, Anchor FM, uh, a whole bunch of uh, different places. And uh, little by little, uh, some of those shows um, were booted from those platforms. And uh, uh, now you can't even uh, find some of them. Uh, I don't know if you still can, uh, but you used to be able to Google uh, the Rust Belt Klansman. And it was everywhere. Uh, it was everywhere. And uh, little by little, uh, because I tell you the truth, and sometimes it's subjects that nobody wants to talk about, but I have the right to talk about them. And, you know, uh, I don't try to BS you. Uh, it's true. And we'll take that. Um, let's see. We'll do this one next. Uh, because I've talked about this subject uh, before, uh, but it was usually always the platform of schools. Uh, what schools were doing against black people. You know, they wanted to wear their natural uh, Zulu uh, Zulu hairstyles uh, here in America. And, you know, it interrupted uh, white students' education. Now, it's been many years since I went to school, so maybe they don't even use chalkboards anymore. But, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm sure uh, black hairdos um, were disturbing to white children in the classroom. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Look at, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, I think he used to play for San Francisco. Uh, the very first one to kneel uh, to the anthem. Oh, shoot, I can't remember his name. Colin Kaepernick. Look at that hairdo. Could you imagine when he was a, a, a little punk, he's still a punk now, but a little punk in school with that hairdo. Could you imagine a child try? you know, he probably couldn't even see his classmates. Uh, he thought, he, kids probably thought they were stuck in a tumbleweed if they sat behind Colin Kaepernick. You know, it just doesn't fit in. Uh, especially in school. But anyhow, uh, and the dreads. Uh, uh, there were wrestlers and things uh, that uh, the coaches, actually one coach uh, stood there and made the uh, uh, black kid cut his hair so he could wrestle. And, you know, I don't blame him. Uh, now here, this is totally different. Uh, this doesn't have to do with school or anything like this. Uh, this article comes from yourtango.com. The headline of this is, Woman Catches Plane Passenger Writing Racist Texts About Her After She Accidentally Bumped Into Her. Now, now I can't say for sure, because I don't know, but I don't see, uh, you know, a black person uh, accidentally bumping into somebody. She was probably trying to climb up over this woman uh, to get a better seat uh, or something, but yeah, I don't know that for a fact. 
Uh, the article here, a woman who witnessed a fellow airplane passenger texting a racist rant about her, decides, decided to take to TikTok to expose the lady involved. Take to TikTok to expose this person. There's your typical IQ of 70. I'll show you. I'm going to expose you on TikTok. Um, <laughs> you know, the childish. Uh, Riaya Elise shared two videos detailing the interaction. The first one was recorded the moment she witnessed what the woman was doing, and another video later to explain what went down. Now, number one, why is this black woman have her nose in this white woman's text? Now, I know they make some pretty big screen phones today, but I don't know of any to where you could sit there and just glance over and see what somebody was typing. Not without sitting there staring. So, you know, I got a problem with that already. You know, get your nose off of the woman's phone and then you wouldn't have seen it. Number two, why is it black people are so quick to have a camera ready uh, when there's a racist uh, uh, involvement or a racist interaction with a white person? How do they always have that camera ready to roll? Uh, kind of makes you think like maybe it's a setup. Maybe it's a setup. Uh... In one TikTok, the video, the woman is seen typing a racist text after she was bumped into. Uh, the black woman said, there was a Karen on my flight today, Elsie writes in the video. Read what she sent her family. Now, number one, why is it that black people are allowed to use racial slurs against white people? A Karen. How many times have you seen somebody referred to as a Karen or a Ken by a white person? I don't remember of any. So, you know, Karen is just a sneaky, they think sneaky, but I can see it. I'm sure you can see it. It's used as a racial slur. Uh, but, uh, you know... Uh, well, okay, uh, this black lady wants to refer to this uh, white woman as a Karen. So let's see. The rest of the uh, article here, we're going to refer to the black woman as Shanene. Okay? Uh, the black woman wants to call the white woman a Karen, and that's not racist. So when I get to parts where this black woman... We're not going to use her real name. We're going to call her a Shanene. Okay, the article continues. In the video, Shanene appears to be standing near the woman as she frantically types out a message while seated on a packed flight. Landed, the message begins. And just got whipped with some nasty dreads, cornrows, of a... Uh, Oh, well, okay, this is uh, what she said. Uh, she, uh, that's not racist. Uh, 
what she said is, and uh, Shanene is saying that she saw this woman type. Uh, she just got whipped with some nasty dreads slash cornrows of a coon getting her luggage. They have no respect. We know they have no respect. For God's sake, uh, you don't have to be a rocket. Uh, you don't have to be. Uh, you'd have to have your head in the sand to not say that black people have no respect. These people don't even have any respect for themselves. None. So, yeah, what was wrong with her saying that? Um, <laughs> that the lady says. She types in cattle for sure. She adds at the end of the message, cattle. Huh? Remember what I said earlier about uh, my understanding of the Bible and what I believe uh, uh, when uh, uh, beasts of the field is mentioned, that I believe that's the black race. Uh, this woman just said cattle for sure. Don't you find that odd? Uh you know, somebody maybe was sitting there or listening to the show thinking, now, where where in the hell did he come up with that? The black people were the beasts of the field in the Bible. Here, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one that thinks that. Now, she used cattle, but uh, beast of the field, that, that cattle, animals. Uh, the TikToker also added the caption, Now I apologize to this lady twice. White people are crazy. White people are crazy. The horrific crimes that you see black people do. White people are crazy. You know what? I don't ever remember seeing on this, in the streets of our cities, white people burning cities to the ground, looting stores empty, stopping people at stop signs, beating them senseless, and she calls white people crazy? Uh, I find that ironic, coming from a race with the average IQ of 70 that is borderline retarded. Uh, so, you know, uh, I'd, I guess, I, you know what, I'd sooner be crazy than retarded. So touche there, Shanene. Uh, Shanene explained the entire story in another video she posted on her TikTok account. Shanene said, for those of you who don't know what the message said, the message basically said that she just got hit twice with the corn, uh, dreads, cornrows of a coon, coon in all caps. And she proceeded to call me disrespectful, and she said I acted like a cow. <laughs> uh, the woman, uh, the word the woman used is a slur that is derived from the word raccoon and dates back to slavery times when slave masters would use the term to describe the black people they were forcing to work against their will as lazy. Uh, you know, uh, anybody that listens to my show, there, here's what I think of slavery. I think they were taken from savage, not taken, sold by their own black people to the Jews to come over here to get a job and make something of themselves. Number one, I get sick of hearing slave masters. Yes, they all originated from black slave owners. All of them. Their black masters sold them to the Jew and brought them here for jobs. 
anybody today that has a job. They work. Why do, you, why do you go to work? You work to clothe yourself and your family. You work to eat and feed your family. You work for shelter for yourself and your family. This was all provided to the blacks for doing some farm work. And I'll bet you, back in Africa, uh, the little pygmies over there, I'll bet you they were not treated as well as they were here in America. And let's not forget, Whitey didn't bring them here. The Jew did. And uh, we didn't enslave anybody. Their black slave masters enslaved them in Africa. So let's get things straight. And I always say that. Uh, you hear these blacks crying today, and all it is is to get something free. They want something free. Reparations. Well, if you want reparations, you have to go back to who uh, made you a slave. And guess what? That's your own people. So go back to Africa and ask for reparations. See what you get. Uh, you know, don't refuse work in my country and then think that uh, I owe you something. Uh-uh. Oh, let's see what else. There's a bunch of things here that I really wanted to uh, uh, go over. Okay, here's the headline. A Black Lives Matter leader accused of stealing $10 million from donations and using it as his personal piggy bank. How many black leaders from uh, Black Lives Matter have we heard uh, skimming the pot using uh, donations for themselves? And tons. That's why I always say uh, Black Lives Matter, the slogan and the organization is hypocritical. Black lives do not matter to black lives, to black people. So why would black lives matter to anybody else? Huh? Why would they what do you, why would they matter to white people when we've watched them burn cities to the ground, loot stores, pull our white brothers and sisters out of vehicles at stop signs and beat the living shit out of them? Why the hell would we care? I sure don't. Why would I care about a race or have any compassion for a race that is 13% of our population, yet causes over 50% of our crimes? And all over, uh, this was all started uh, with the 2020 uh, riots. Oh, I mean, uh, peaceful protests. That's what they were called. Uh, peaceful protests, burning cities, looting stores, robbing, raping. Uh, you know, that's uh, uh, that's a... A peaceful protest. Yet, January 6th, those poor people called insurrectionalists. Uh, you know, <laughs> skimming off the bunny. All over a junkie, uh, Fentanyl Floyd, uh, unfortunately, had to overdose under the knee of a uh, white police officer. All in the name of uh, equality. 
which I said, you're not going to get equality uh, with superior race when you're inferior race. It isn't going to happen. Uh, but anyhow, there, another black person stealing from black people this money that was supposed to help them. Well, I don't even know what it was supposed to help them do. Uh, uh, you're not going to get equality with a superior race. That ain't going to happen. Uh, you, you know, uh, a race that's known for its intelligence, and you have a race that's known for their re uh, retardation, uh, you're never going to get equality. Uh, in school, they didn't have special ed students and with regular students. But yet blacks think they can compete with, oh, get real. No, okay, um, what else did I have here? There was so many. Uh, yeah, there's one about uh, uh, Bubba Wallace. Uh, somebody said that President Trump could probably drive better than Bubba Wallace. I guess uh, uh, Bubba took that uh, as a racist comment or somebody did. Uh, yet yeah, he had his fake hate crime uh, with a rope, a garage door puller, a piece of rope to pull the garage door down. Uh, for his race car, uh, he says it was a noose. This was back when Jesse Smollett uh, was crying, uh, you know, racism. So, you know, it, it, this was before uh, Jesse Smollett comes out as a hoax. Bubba Wallace had to jump in. Somebody was being racist to him. Uh, the the uh, garage door pull, uh, uh, to pull the garage door down, that rope hung there for 10 years. 10 years. But Jesse Smollett was crying racism, so dumbass Bubba Wallace, he had to do the same. And when he come out looking like an idiot, uh, now you don't hear too much of him. Now here's an article, a black man who claimed self-defense in killing a white teen over a racial slur convicted. Uh, this comes from IBTimes.com. Now, you know that headline, that sounds real good. Uh, this black, a group of... Uh, uh, kids, uh, I remember this story, uh, a group of kids uh, used a racial slur, and he started shooting through their car, and he killed a white girl, a teenager. Now, you, this headline sounds really good, don't it? Gets convicted. You know what he was convicted of? Manslaughter, not murder. Uh, somebody called him a name, and uh, he murdered them and uh, gets a manslaughter charge. Uh, maybe that's uh, part of the reparations they're talking about. Uh, uh, this article, I'm just hitting on uh, uh, the headlines here uh, because I'm running low on time. Uh, baseball teams' pride nights help fund gender transitions for minors. Uh, it is the um, Texas Rangers. They are the only Major League Baseball team that said no queer night for them. Uh, now the queers are all got their panties in a bunch because the Texas Rangers, they ain't having any of that. Uh, and then here's what happens at these type things. This headline comes from the Daily Caller. Pride Fest hosts apology after drag queen's fake breasts exposed to children at family-friendly event. Uh, you know... Uh, they had to be fake. It says they were fake. You know, they don't mind a child uh, sitting in uh, a library with a man dressed as a woman with his legs wide open. You know, you, you don't hear them saying, oh, that's wrong. Uh, the children can see his testicles. 
but here a fake boob come out, and I'm uh, a big deal there, fake boob. Uh, but these little children can see a man's testicles hanging from underneath his dress, uh, and there's no big uh, deal about it. Uh, here, um, uh, New York Post, man charged in abduction of missing Tennessee teacher, Eliza Fletcher. Uh, guess what, black guy. Uh, they found the black guy. They didn't find her yet. Uh, real real uh, uh, civil, civilized people here. Uh, huh. Uh, let's see. A therapist fired after calling out black men for lacking emotional intelligence. This was a black woman. A black woman said this, and she got fired for saying black men don't have emotional intelligence. Uh, well, I got news for you, lady. Uh, um, uh, on average, none of you have any kind of intelligence. Uh, so that story can be put to bed. Oh, and the the uh, woman that was complaining also, I wanted to touch on that. Uh, I said I talked about that before. Uh, only it was with uh, within the schools. And uh, it was about hair. And, you know... Um, and I'm sure you, unfortunately, probably uh, was subject to this yourself uh, at some time in your life. You know, black people, they twist their hair in them cornrows and them dreads, and uh, then they don't wash them. So they run around and they put oil in them because their hair's dry. So they, they oil up their hair, tie it in a knot, and then uh, it stinks. Uh, can you imagine they go outside in the heat, in the humidity, with their hair tied in knots with oil in it, and uh, they wonder why people, uh, and that's called stereotyping, to say they stink. This is why. This is one of the reasons why. Uh, so, uh, that's what I had for that article, and then I got totally off base. I was going to uh, speak more about that. I'm trying to bring up my last article that I have for this evening, and it doesn't seem... I pulled it up here right before uh, the show started, and it worked. Okay, maybe we'll have it. Well, until I see if this uh, loads or not... Uh, I'm sure many of you are familiar uh, with the uh, lesbian uh, Ellen DeGenerate uh, show uh, and the a DJ to that show. I hear it loaded. Uh, his name was Twitch. I don't even know if he's still on there or not. Uh, I've seen it a few times uh, passing through channels uh, before I realized that uh, Ellen was a lesbian. Uh, so years ago, but this Twitch, he's black. And uh, this article comes from Little Things. The headline is, Stephen Twitch, boss and wife, show why everyone should take white privilege challenge. Now, uh, Twitch is black, and his wife is a mud shark. She's white. She's white. Now I'm going to show you how stupid a mud shark is. 
That's why I say, you know, any white woman uh, that wants uh, a black man or a non-white man, they can have, uh, you know, uh, uh, the non-white races, they can have these degenerate uh, women that are white because we don't need them. Uh, they, they are absolutely no good to us. You know, they can take our uh, degenerates and inferior uh, people. Have at it. But anyhow, uh, the article here, Stephen Twitch Boss and Allison Holker took on a TikTok challenge aimed to highlight white privilege. The Allen Degenerate Show, Emacy, and his dance wife took part in the Check Your Privilege Challenge. They made sure to have their four-year-old son, Maddox, sit with them as they completed the challenge. Uh, here, Mom, da uh, m uh, Dad, Mudshark, and Mongrel. I'll sit down to do this uh, white challenge, uh, white privilege challenge. Uh, the video shares a list of events and asks you to put a finger down for each of them that you've experienced. Put a finger down if you've ever been called a racial slur. I could put one down. I've been called uh, honky, um, uh, cracker, uh, so I could put one down there. Uh, if you've ever been called, uh, then the TikTok video begins, Twitch puts a finger down. Well, I did too. I've been called racial slurs. Big deal. Grow up. Uh, be a man about it, for God's sake. Uh, his fingers continue to go down as the video describes other scenarios. They have included, they include having been followed in a store unnecessarily. I've had that happen. Uh, had someone clutch their purse in an elevator with you. I've also had that happen. Uh, been accused of not being able to afford something expensive. Uh, I've had that happen. Uh, before the list is through, Twitch runs out of fingers. Uh, Allison, on the other hand, that's the mud shark, puts down only one finger throughout the whole video. She puts a finger down when asked if you've ever had to teach your child how not to get killed by the police. Well, see, now, there's your typical mud shark. She'll take up for the whole idea that uh, uh, black people are killed by police more. As soon as I'm done with this, and I read these before, you know, I'm, I'm so sick of the propaganda put out there that people believe. Uh, I'm going to show you uh, uh, the ratio of who is killed more by police. Uh, so the mud shark here, she, she uh, puts a finger down because she has to teach her little mongrels uh, how to not get killed by the police. Oh, it's very simple. You follow orders. Uh, at the end of the prompts, they note, that having any fingers left is white privilege that should be reflected on. Uh, the powerful video is the latest from the couple who have their platforms to support Black Lives Matter. Well, we all know what Black Lives Matter is about. Uh, why would you uh, want to support a hypocritical organization and a hypocritical slogan? That goes to show that this is a lower class uh, mud shark. Uh, she's white, but she's of lower class, uh, of lower intelligence, a defect, uh, you might say. And here she is. This is how stupid she is. 
she may be below the uh, average IQ of blacks, which is 70, which is borderline retarded. Here's how stupid she is and how ashamed she is of being white. She will let her black husband embarrass her to the world. This whole article embarrasses this mud shark, and she's too stupid to see that. Too stupid to see that. Uh, this is what they try to do to children in school. Uh, this white privilege. You know what? I live in a white Christian country. I should have more privileges because this is my damn country. Just like uh, I did an article Tuesday with Nigeria. Nigeria said no more white models. Do you hear white people uh, throwing a fit because Nigeria, a black nation, they can't be a model? In a black nation? No. I don't, number one, uh, well, uh, they probably want the models out of Nigeria uh, because uh, that you know uh, uh, that's that would be like comparing uh, uh, a Playboy centerfold to a um, uh, National Geographic centerfold. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So that's probably why. Uh, you know, if there ain't any beautiful women there, then they can pick the uh, uh, least ugly uh, black person to be a model. So I guess uh, that makes sense. But you know what? You don't hear uh, white people complaining about it because it's a black nation. Now, here in America, a white Christian nation, non-whites complain that they're not equal. How does that make any sense? How does that make any sense at all? It doesn't. This is how blinded people in America are. And even, you know, uh, probably a lot of people think that I'm racist because I say no white people or no non-white people uh, belong in our government. And they absolutely do not belong in our government. Why? Because this is a white country. How many government leaders do you think Nigeria has, or any non-white country, how many white uh, uh, people do you think are in their governments? Now get real, get serious. I don't have the uh, uh, statistics for that. I may look that up though uh, sometime. Uh, but it only makes sense. Each country should be led by their uh, their own people. But in America uh, we're told no, that's not the way it's done. And you know what? I don't have those statistics. Let me keep looking here. They may be on my phone, and I can't use that at the moment. No, I do not. I do not have them. But anyhow, um, there are more white people killed by police in America than there are black people. And it, I can't remember exactly what it was, but by a pretty far margin. So, you know, get off of the uh, propaganda that black people are killed more. And, you know, well, I'm not even going to get into it. You know, uh, uh, the whole thing irritates me. I can sit here 
and uh, uh, talk facts, give the truth. And uh, it's like uh, some people uh, just can't accept the truth. So, you know, a, a lot of times I waste my breath, but uh, I still um, I still try to show my white brothers and sisters exactly what's going on. Uh, you don't have to believe me. You don't have to like the show, even. Um, and that's okay. Uh, that's why this country is a free country. Uh, you don't have to... Uh, uh, enjoy the show, but you know I have my uh, my beliefs and what I think, and uh, I'm not alone. I'm not some strange uh, weirdo that uh, uh, you know I, that I'm the only person that thinks the way that I do. Uh, many people do, uh, and uh, you know some people. I don't know why uh, they won't say that. You know they won't say what they mean. I don't know if they are afraid of. Uh, being called a name or being called racist or something for uh, telling the truth. Uh, but th that doesn't bother me, you know. I don't care what you call me. Call me anything but late for supper. Uh, how's that? Then I would be offended if I'm called late for supper. But anything else you want to call me, you go right ahead. I'm cool with it. Doesn't bother me a bit. Uh, I want to... Um, well, let's see. You know what I didn't do? Well, I will try to uh, see. Uh, oh, well, never mind. I'm babbling. Uh, this event now, the uh, Knights Party uh, Clan Congress, that, that is over. That was held over uh, Labor Day weekend, so that's been over now. Uh, I guess, yeah, this past weekend. Uh, but this other um, event, uh, Pastor Thomas Robb is speaking at. Now, Pastor Thomas Robb is also the national director of the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, uh, we just had our annual uh, gathering uh, over Labor Day weekend. Now, Pastor Thomas Robb is going to be a speaker at Faith Baptist Church Homecoming Conference on September 16th, 17th, and 18th. This conference is sponsored by Pastor Everett Ramsey of Faith Baptist Church, Houston, Missouri. Attendance to this uh, gathering is free as well. Um, all these uh, things happening uh, for free uh, that whites can go to, uh, meet like-minded people, fellowship, uh, these are very important events that uh, our people need to go to. Uh, other speakers to include pastors Charles Jennings, Don Elmore, Dan Gaiman, Reed Benson, Matthew Dyer, and Lawrence Blanchard. Blanchard. Uh, young People's Activities under the direction of Alex and Jill Robb. Uh, for more information and to register, contact Linda Ramsey at 417-967-2011. Or 314-814-1148. Uh, call and register for that event. Um, uh, Pastor Thomas Robb is an excellent uh, speaker. 
Uh, I'm sure these other gentlemen are too, but uh, you know, I've never had the pleasure uh, of hearing them speak. And of course, all of the Knights Party uh, leadership team are very uh, uh, more than qualified speakers uh, uh, that we should be listening to. Um, you know, these people are in it to win it. They're serious. Uh, this is not a game. Uh, you know, many people uh, uh, join an organization uh, because they think, that, well, I'll be cool. I'm going to join the Ku Klux Klan. I'm going to be cool. I'm going to be a Ku Kluxer. And, you know, they have uh, no idea uh, what they're doing. Um, so, uh, and I'm not knocking everybody. Uh, I'm just saying that I've seen this um, uh, throughout my uh, time as a Klansman. Uh, people come and go. They think it's uh, cool uh, to be called a Klansman or a Klanswoman, and yet they put no effort into uh, making change. Uh, but anyhow, these uh, what I'm getting at, uh, the Knights Party... Uh, annual uh, get-together over Labor Day weekend. If you couldn't make it this year, uh, make plans for next year. It's every Labor Day weekend, every year. Uh, make plans to get there and uh, uh, listen uh, to the speakers. And uh, here, you still have time to go to uh, the Faith Baptist Church uh, Conference, Homecoming Conference. So uh, take advantage of that. It's free. Uh, let's see, I will be back here on Tuesday, September 13th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, look me up on VK. I mentioned that earlier in the show. VK is uh, Russia's alternative to Facebook. Uh, ironically, uh, in Russia, on VK, uh, you can say what you're thinking. You have your say. Uh, whether people like it or not, you get to say uh, what you want. You are allowed to express your beliefs. Uh, so check it out. I'm on VK under my uh, name, Paul Brown. Uh, look me up on VK. Download the app. You can get it from the Google Play Store. Uh, download it and look me up. I'm under my name, Paul Brown. Uh, if you find um, the section, I don't know how many Paul Browns may be on there. Uh, mine has a pro profile picture of myself. And underneath it says, Knight's Party. National Office Administration. That's me. Send me a friend request. I'm also on True Social. Uh, if you download True Social app, uh, look up at Sir Paul Brown. And also, the uh, Rust Belt Klansman show is there. Uh, there is a, a page for the uh, Rust Belt uh, Klansman. Uh, you will find that at, at the Rust Belt Klansman show. Uh, so look up the show and start following it. Uh, if you have any news articles, ideas, questions, thoughts, uh, you can email them straight to the Rust Belt Klansman Show at heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. Very simple, all lowercase letters, heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. Uh, leave a voice message or a text. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have time to answer that phone. Uh, but if you leave, I listen to all my voice messages, I read all my emails, and I read all the texts that come in. Uh, if you send an article, uh, you will get a thank you from me. Uh, 
uh, if you have a question, I will answer it, uh, but I just don't have time to answer uh, that phone. But uh, you're not uh, speaking on deaf ears if you call in, uh, because I do hear, I do listen to uh, all of my uh, calls, emails, and texts. Uh, we are going to close this evening. That's what I was looking for uh, there a little while ago, and I was kind of befuddled. Uh, my prayer book isn't uh, isn't the biggest of books. It's uh, palm size, a little bigger than palm size, and I have troubles uh, seeing it uh, to at least read out of it. Uh, I can see it uh, to read for myself, uh, but what I usually do, I take a, a snapshot uh, of the prayer and then put it up on the tablet screen where it's larger. Uh, I forgot to do that uh, for this prayer. So um, if I'm a little slower, uh, sound like your uh, average black 70 IQ uh, person, uh, this is why I'm trying to read it. Uh, this one uh, is titled The Right Path. If you'll bow your heads, brothers and sisters. Lead me down the righteous path, my God, and not the path towards destruction. I often desire to chase after the things in this life which make me happy, even if only for a moment. But you have said that path leads to destruction. Give me wisdom to seek after your desires and to anticipate the joy you have in store for me. You do not desire a life of boredom and unhappiness for me, but you know that way I go after adventure and happiness is not righteous. Help me to fulfill your designs for me as a man according to your will and not according to my own. Equip me to perform my acts out of love and care for you and for others rather than selfishly seeking my own desires at costs to others. Direct my steps toward your reward for the righteous and make my desires align with your own. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, that's a really good prayer. Uh, many times, uh, and I'm guilty uh, as well, many times we will... Um, Get caught up in the things of the world. Uh, you know, uh, things are rough uh, in the world today, and we seek uh, any type of pleasure uh, or fun we can get, uh, but a lot of times uh, that leads us down the wrong path. We have to be uh, very careful with balancing uh, our time with the Lord and uh, make sure that what we do is righteous because we do many things that are not. Um, well, uh, I'm going to close out uh, this Thursday show. I will be back uh, Tuesday, September 13th at 7 p.m. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, Paul Brown, White Power! <laughs> <laughs>